this is Nikki and welcome to your Monday Motivation, your bite-sized snack of inspiration to start your week right. And for those of you who've been listening for a while, you may remember that I had a fantastic interview a few months back with my friend, Dr. Adam Fraser, and we talked about all things mindset and in particular, achieving peak performance, which in my in my view, is really what we're all here to do. We want to be our best. Now, Adam has just done some new research, which he's released in the last couple of weeks, and I thought you would be super interested in it um, because I think you'll be able to relate. So what Adam has been looking at is how we holiday. And what he found is that a lot of us are saying the same thing. They're saying things like, um, I've been back from my holiday a week and it feels like I've never been away. Mm-hmm. Or it took me a week to relax. I had three really good days and then I started worrying about coming back to work and I even started checking my work emails so that I wasn't too overloaded when I, when I came back. Hmm. Does this sound like you? Now, surprisingly, there isn't a great deal of research on the efficacy of holidays or the optimal amount or the optimal frequency. But here is what we do know. Long holidays, more than 10 days, are no more restorative than breaks of around seven days. Isn't that interesting? And research also shows that four days break often produces feelings of better well-being and decreases in emotional exhaustion better than a seven-day break. Now, doesn't that seem weird? And the reason for this is that when we have a short break, we often think, well, look, I'm just going to go away. I'm going to go away to Dalesford or wherever, and I'm just going to chill for four days, you know. But when we have a great big long break, like we've got two weeks off, we want to do something a bit more constructive. We're like, right, okay, let's book a flight somewhere and let's do some traveling. And traveling is fantastic, but it's not always restorative, especially when you go somewhere where it's like, I want to you know, see everything. I want to go and see all those temples. And I want to take all the photos and, you know, and you can come home and go, oh my gosh, I actually need a bit of an unwind now. So it's just something to consider if you are you know, feeling like, oh my gosh, I really need a holiday, then we're going to look at, you know, what is the best holiday for you to plan? Now, in this podcast today, I'm really talking about the things to avoid. And because there is quite a lot to this whole subject, in next week's Monday Motivation, I'm going to be talking about your optimal style of holiday to plan if your goal is to rest and restore and fill up your well-being cup. Okay, so here are some tips of things to avoid if you're looking, if you're feeling a bit burnt out and you need a restorative holiday. Avoid working on your holiday. Now, I know, I know you're thinking to yourself, well, duh, obviously, but how many of us do exactly that? And I'm putting my hand up. I am just as guilty. I say to my studio manager, hey, call me, you know, message me. If you've got an issue, don't hesitate. It's fine. Just message me. And I really do mean it because I do love my job and it doesn't worry me if if there's a little problem. I can solve it in two seconds. But is that great for my well-being? Maybe not. But definitely for those of you who do not own your business, they do not own you. Okay, please, if you work for a big corporation, in all honesty, if you were to resign next week and go, your space is filled within a week and 
you are largely forgotten. So do not give up your precious holiday time for a business that is not your own. So don't check your emails, don't respond, just you are on holiday and you are non-contactable. Okay, so this is a hugely important one and it dramatically reduces your recovery, so don't do it. My next one on my list is avoid screens. So according to research, binge watching your Netflix or snoozing in front of a TV on the hotel couch or playing on your phone, all of these things reduce our recovery. And what can I say? Our well-being includes our digital well-being, which is kind of a new, it's like a new a new entry into our language, isn't it? Digital well-being. And if you heard me talking to Dr. Christy Goodwin a couple of weeks ago, that is Christie's entire area. And it is new and emerging really, because now it's a problem for many of us. We are hooked on our phones. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's one of the things I love about traveling overseas is because I switch my Wi-Fi off. I only use Wi-Fi in the hotel, like I'm sure you do as well. So it means I, I don't use my phone when I'm not in the hotel. And of course, you might only be in the hotel sort of in the evening. So it really cuts down on the phone use. And inevitably, this is such an embarrassing um, confession, everyone, but inevitably I come home and my neck pain, which I often get, is so good when I come away from holidays. And the difference is I'm not looking at my phone. So there's a tip as well. Reduce your screen time right down if one of your goals for your holiday is to be, you know, restful and restored when you come back. Okay. Oh my gosh, this next one. Oh, choose who you holiday with. Now, this may or may not surprise you, but all the research points towards <laughs> holidays with children or extended family has a negative impact on every single benefit that we aim to get from a holiday. I said it. I said it. I mean, it seems quite hilarious, doesn't it? Yet I'm sure once we have had a bit of a giggle about that, like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be holidaying with my nearest and dearest, we can all relate because whether it's traveling with babies and toddlers, which is very stressful in itself. And I say this a lot, but I feel like our society here in Australia is very intolerant of babies and small children. You know, one little cry on a plane and people's heads swivel. And it's like, they're babies, you know, they're toddlers. <laughs> don't expect them to act as adults. You know, just be a little bit tolerant or go and fly in first class. Like, honestly, just chill. So we we have this pressure on us as parents, especially when you, we are parents of little children, that's like they have to behave all the, all the time. So it's very, very stressful challenging with them, especially at the moment where flights are getting you know, delayed and cancelled and we've got a, a very cranky toddler. You know, it's, it's hard. I hear you. And then those lazy days of lying by the pool that used to be so relaxing with a toddler or a baby, we know you've got to be on hyper alert the entire time you're by a pool. So traveling with babies and toddlers is not easy. Um, and the same thing in all honesty with teenagers. And my children are big now. I have a 19-year-old and a 15-year-old. And the 19-year-old probably at that time where he's not going to travel with us too many more times. So we are about to jump on a plane tomorrow to go to Thailand. On for me. And I know from experience that 
um, especially my little teenager, is not a, a great traveler. She loves lying in, like probably your teenagers do too. And she's often cranky being dragged around, you know, museums or temples. So what what do we do with this? And I, I know from speaking to many of you as well, we share these often really funny stories of, you know, I took my, you know, three kids to Europe and we spent six months there and it was like the trip of the lifetime. It cost, you know, a gazillion dollars and the kids were like, when do we get to go home? <laughs> Can I play on my phone now? You know, we've all been there. I have heard similar, similar stories so many times. I think as a parent, the way you comfort yourself with this, especially with teenagers, is you know that five years down the that down the track, they will say things like, "Oh my gosh, Mom, remember when we were at Uluru? Or remember when we were in, you know, London and we did this?" And you think, "Oh, at the time you're right cranky, but obviously you were actually enjoying it." So live in hope that they they are actually enjoying it. They are. And they will look back and they'll go, oh my goodness, I was so ungrateful that I didn't make them, maybe make the most of it. It's just teenagers. That's just what they do. However, what I would say to you is if you are, if you are struggling and you are after a really restorative holiday, you might be better just saying, look, I need a wellness break and just go off for four days to Hillsville or wherever with a girlfriend or by yourself. I've done so much traveling by myself over the years. In fact, most of my travel has been on my own. And it's so great because I get home. After about two weeks, I start to really miss my family. So I'm really, really keen to get home. Like I'm starting to get a little bit homesick. Um, so that's just my tip to you. There is nothing at all wrong with having a little break from your family, especially if you need your cup filled and your dealing with little children all day and you are stretched, have a break from them. It's it's okay. And more and more women especially are doing exactly that. Okay. My final tip for you is if you are looking for rest and rest restoration and, and increasing your well-being, avoid chaotic environments. Now, at the moment, um, I would say that just about every airport in the world is a chaotic environment and, you know, it's stressful. And certainly when I was traveling a few months ago and you probably have been in the same boat, you had to get a negative COVID test before you went. So there was that anxiety of, even though I'm feeling okay, what if it comes back positive, you know, and, and we can't go? Or what if one of the family members tests positive and then you've got the, the stress of the long queues and will my luggage arrive where I am? And, you know, will the flight be delayed and, and all of this? It is just stressful. And if you're like us and we're planning to go to Bangkok, which is a really busy, thriving, chaotic, crazy environment, and in all honesty, I love it because I love a bit of chaos in my life. Um, but if again, if you're looking to recover and you're already stressed, don't be going to Bangkok. Maybe don't be going to New York. You just go somewhere, choose somewhere that's going to, you know, be a little bit more restful for you. So those super, super busy um, cities, they may be really exciting, but they're not necessarily going to leave you refreshed. Or, you know, if you really want to go somewhere like that, what I always try and do is I will bookend it with somewhere a little bit more restful before I come home. So whether you just lie by the pool and you know, Dubai or wherever, or you just come home a little early and have a weekend of just really chilling before you go back to work. <sighs> and look, just on this, 
Are you planning any holidays? Please tell me you are. Don't bank your holidays up. Because the other thing we're finding is that if you take smaller regular holidays, that's better than saving them all up and doing one big one every two years. So take little mini breaks. You need it. And you never know what's going to happen in life where sometimes that opportunity just dissolves. We all know that now. So have those regular breaks. And if you're stressed, plan for a restful, restorative, beautiful holiday. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in with me today. It is always a joy for me to talk to you and to know that so many of you listen and get something out of what I say. I love your feedback. So keep it coming. If ever you want to email me, nikki at cinch.training, or you can just message me if you Google me on, um, on you know, that thing called the web. I'm I'm everywhere, but my, my number is 0406 261 171, you're more than welcome to ring me, have a chat about your training or perhaps about how much you love the podcast or anything you want me to talk about. I'm all ears. Have a beautiful day and may your coming week be an absolute cinch. This has been a Suckerfish Media production. Subscribe now for Find Your Fears with Nikki Alice.